0: You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also, be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com.
1: Remember, like, baseball cards when they would make errors and they'd be worth a ton of money? That's what that is going to be. Oh, okay. Cool. This will
2: be in the store. Uh. In the next probably few weeks. What's
1: it going to be called? I don't know. Go Wild Hat. <laughs>
2: that's, that's why we're in the warehouse. Yes. In yeah. Okay. That's why we're right. marketing. We'll think about not that. Derek's marketing.
1: day as a marketing intern was very short-lived. <laughs> it's about <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> it's good having you. All right, boys. What would you get into this weekend? Y'all went turkey hunting. I did not because I'm a weak sauce boy. Well, you start
2: then. What did you do this weekend?
1: I fished for like five and a half minutes yesterday. We're at Floyd pond because oh, we went gone. out to my mother in laws for Mother's Day, and before we went, I cleared it with the boss. I was like, "You really don't care if I take a a, a rod with me?" And she's like, "No, I don't care at all. It's fine. Just you know." That means she, she cares. No, well, <laughs> she's not like that. Okay, she's not the bait and switch. So she knows this is like prime weather, prime time, mm-hmm. and so she's a little forgiving. I caught one, two. I got two fish. Wacky worm. That's it.
2: And that and that satisfied you for the weekend no hell
1: no (laughs) why'd you give up after
2: five
3: minutes because i
1: because i value time with my family on mother's day yeah good job man he's brother (laughs) (laughs) he'd be every man dad so proud
3: of you all right so who did something i'm kind of a piece of crap so Uh, uh, (laughs) my anniversary was uh, my second anniversary we're kind of weird we had two weddings one during covid in a cornfield because we couldn't have the whole family thing our venue got shut down and then one the following year so it was may 7th and may 8th so i have two dates we chose may 7th because may 8th this year is mother's day and i sav was totally down with me and phil getting out to go turkey hunt so i i didn't argue i was like okay cool and he got out like yeah he's like one a very fresh dad yeah Uh, What would that have been like? It was less than a week. Less than a week. Because we went out the Saturday
0: before, and the baby was born like very late Sunday night, or was it Monday morning? Monday morning, Mm -hmm. even. So less than a week. Less than a week. And he said in the text that we had, he's like, "Yeah, on Saturday afternoon, he's like, I'm on one hour of sleep
1: right now out here in the
0: turkey woods."
3: That's true for him. Yeah. At
1: least he did that, because some dads would not. Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so we got out. And both of us over, overcame our obstacles to the woods, and uh, we went to the spot that you and I went to okay. um, first, mm-hmm. where we did that like treacherous hike, and we're like, "Oh, there's a gate right there. We could have walked out like <laughs> ten yards onto that ridge instead of traversing the woods up and down." Like, live and learn. <laughs> Nearly died, but it was fun. Um, so we actually stopped on that road where the first place we parked, mm-hmm. and just like rolled down the windows and listened, um, like during the sunrise and never heard anything did some like locator calls and stuff never heard anything it was kind of like a rainy morning um definitely going to be like a, a later sunrise than like normal like we projected they'd be on the roost longer um and so anyway that spot we were just like okay not cool we're gonna need to go somewhere else went to another place in um that same area and heard nothing we're like okay cool let's let's mix this up um we're gonna we're gonna head off to another area and just like drive by, do some calling see what we can get drove by, did some calling, heard nothing, went to another spot boom, finally finally get one on a locator call and we're like, okay, cool, let's like cut out here and try to get down in um down under him during like while he's on his roost and this is something that me and Phil have never done um never gotten under a bird while on a on a roost and So, we're working in, and this thing is just, like, going insane. Like, it's gobble, 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 gobble. Like, no matter, you know, even if we're not calling, he's up there, you know, firing off, firing off. So, we were like, okay, well, looking at, you know, the, the map on our phone, like, okay, we think he's here. So, let's try to, you know, get, you know, positioned underneath him on this area. And so, we start making our way, and he's just firing off firing off firing off the whole way there we're calling to him a little bit we get there and we are like planning to walk another 20 30 yards and he fires off and he's like i mean 70 yards tops away from us like across um and we're like on top of ridge, so we like stop we're like oh man like we almost got up completely up under him so we like look around and like a like perfect setup, like from the gods just like appears next to us there's like you know a couple down trees and it's up next to another tree and there's like this perfect hole that me and phil can both like set in and he can watch the right i can watch to the left and it's like just excellent cover so like great we're on top of basically like the flat part on top of a ridge and this bird is Like, at at my 12 o'clock, like, maybe 70 yards, um, and I was, like, directly behind a tree so that if he could see that he wouldn't, or if he could see out, like, he wouldn't be able to see me and Phil. And so this whole time, we're sitting down, and he's just, he's still going, he's still going, he's still going, and the sun is, like, effectively up at this point. I mean, we're, like, you know, 10, 20 minutes past sunrise. Typically, you know, they come down from the roost, they say 30 minutes after sunrise, um and so we're like all right we're in a good spot um he's probably going to be another 30 minutes coming off the roost let's let's be aggressive we, we've played our turkey season pretty like you know kind of laid back so far like not trying to like call too much and all that stuff because phil you know has been calling birds now this is his second year and he's like learned a lot and he's like you know i think a big thing i was doing was overcalling and so to this point we've been pretty like low-key and he told me in the truck um I guess it was the previous hunt, so five or six days before, that, you know, we're going to get aggressive. Like, the birds are going to start to move. Like, I'm going to start calling a lot. And so, like, Phil calls up, like, just the perfect, like, most textbook situation with calling. I mean, it was, like, I wish it was filmed. He would, like, cherish this. It was perfect. He did, like, the fly down. He was calling to him on the roost, but he wasn't calling too much. He was keeping his attention. And he kept firing back, kept firing back to us. And we're like, okay. So basically what we're doing at this point is checking, is he on the roost? Is he not on the roost? Um, I didn't realize that they can fly down quietly. So, like, they can essentially, like, glide down Every time I've heard a turkey,
0: it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's what that's they sound tur- like. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> I, I mean. haven't heard that before. Exactly. You no. have if, if, <laughs> you oh. if you're close to one coming off the roost, <laughs> it doesn't sound quite like that,
2: but you know <laughs> that's, it. That's <laughs> yeah. 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 No, you know it.
0: Well, yeah, that's what I
3: thought, too. And Phil was like, no, man, they can come down quiet. And I was like, okay. I mean, we are, like, right there. I mean, we're hearing everything. We're hearing a move in the tree. We're like, we're right there. And... um. So he's, he's calling and, you know, making some sounds and stuff, and, and, like, we're scratching a little bit and doing that whole bit. He takes his hat off, does the fly down, like I said. And finally he called, Phil makes a, a call to the tom, and the gobble was, like, very clearly on the ground. Never heard a single sound from him going from the tree to the ground. Um, and so there's this huge, like, when we're looking out about 40 yards away, there's a massive down tree in between us and the tom and he essentially flew down like behind that so he's probably 50 yards from us on the ground we're on the top of the ridge he's like kind of halfway up it is where he flew down and he's just like you know like come on like i'm right here you're right over there like come over here and phil's basically like silent you know and then like every now and then do something real quiet and the tom fire off so we're like, okay, and he's he starts hanging out in one spot on the other side of this tree. So me and Phil are like, okay, he's either going to go right or he's going to go left. If he goes right, this is what he's going to do, and it's, Phil, it's your bird. Like, there's no questions between, like, whose bird is what. Like, we know where he is, and we know there's, like, basically two paths that he can come. And so um, Phil goes, uh, I'm going to stop calling, but you scratch every now and then. So I was like, okay. And like, I'm just, you know, basically just rustling leaves around and I do it one time and he goes, like the loudest, (laughs) like come here. Like, and, and he had moved a little bit to the left. So now he's coming my way and he goes, moves a little bit more. I mean, it was like, feel it in your soul. close. So we're like, Oh man, here he comes. So we didn't know what was on the like downside of this ridge like what it looked like. We had we didn't we didn't go that far because if you remember like we were afraid he would see us. Yeah. So we're kind of blind as to what is on the other side of this ridge and like what path he's going to take. But the way I set up was originally I was sitting on a log behind a downed tree, but as this is going on, I actually got down on the ground. So I'm like I'm really low, and I have my gun resting on a, a down tree so that I wouldn't have to move much because, basically, if he comes up over that ridge, I mean, he's he's there. So, I didn't want to move. So, I, I'm set up real good on this on this tree, and if he comes up, in my head, like, dead bird. Like, we're good to go. Well, he makes his way close, and, like, just before he comes up the ridge, bah let's off again i mean like it's feels like get ready this is going to happen fast and um he says like when you see his head shoot him look for red white and blue i was like okay cool well he does this thing called periscoping which mm-hmm. i didn't know was a thing um so it's essentially like you live stream on your phone <laughs> yeah yeah okay <laughs> he checked the cameras in the area um he's got a stick yeah. <laughs> He so it's basically like like think of like a submarine or something like he is whoop. only trying to verify is the hen where I think the hen is and so he go like does yeah. he does a periscope and think like he kind of goes whoop 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 looks around and so for me and all the videos I've watched and like in talking to guys like you, like you see the whole bird and like you shoot at the neck mm-hmm. and I basically saw this thing's forehead so like he's coming up. <laughs> And there's underbrush, and so I see this white speck, basically, like his forehead kind of like doing this number, and Phil's going, shoot him, shoot him. And I'm like, I don't really see him. He's got to get closer. And so I'm like, Phil, chill. Like he's going to, he's coming. Like he's on his way. Phil knew what I didn't know, which is that he was there, like as close as he was going to get. He was just checking on his bird. We didn't have a decoy, and so he was just like, is there a bird up here? Is there a bird up here? Nope. And so he goes putt, putt, and Phil just it's like, I'm going to shoot it. Makes a huge up. move and boom, fires. And so I was like kind of a little bit like what the heck, man. Yeah. Like he was coming. That's not what he was doing. He, he was checking. He putt, putt because he didn't see it. And he was about to dart, and he did. So the shot Phil took ended up not hitting him. Um, because it was, like I said, underbrush and essentially his whole body was like under or like down on the ridge. Phil said from where he was sitting, he saw basically the base of his neck. He never mm-hmm. saw anything lower than that. All I saw was this dude's forehead. Yeah. So it was, you know, like, but the, the most classic, like awesome turkey hunting situation, like I had heard birds gobble and stuff pretty close, like a hundred ish yards, but like to be 70 yards set up on the roost, like... I mean, it was amazing. And then to get in that close, like, I mean, fully, if I wasn't hooked before, like I totally am now, mm-hmm. just of, like it felt a little out of reach to like, you know, get there and like actually kill a Tom. Like we're just hearing them and chasing them around and all this stuff. And it just, it feels like it's never going to happen like that right there. Next time w- when I see that little white forehead, I'm shooting the white forehead, you know, I'm not guessing you
2: dropped a pin for next season.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're going to try to get out. Uh, We have tack coming up. We're going to try to get out um, either that Saturday evening or Sunday or something, Um, if not someday this week. Because they still have another week. Yeah. We're done here. Yeah, Yeah, we're (laughs) in Indiana. We have another week. And I mean, that bird is probably not huntable again, right? Like we Mm -hmm. shot at him. You better take a
1: decoy if you go back. Yeah. I wouldn't say I would just set up
3: differently. You know, like I would set up to
0: be able to see the side of the ridge more but yeah. I wouldn't say that he's not huntable. No. I probably wouldn't have tried to get out there and get after him the next day, yeah. and chances are he's probably not even going to be in that same exact spot, but he's going to come back to that area. And a well, decoy, like Jacob said, definitely would help. I had a similar situation to make this quick when uh, we went hunting last week with Paul. Um, mm-hmm. We had a gobbler about 300 yards out, and just the way it unfolded, we weren't able to actually get a decoy out. And we called him, and he closed probably a good – 200 yards i mean he got within about 75 yards of us and then he went up into the this high point on the field on this ridge and Mm -hmm. when he got to where he felt that he should be seeing a hen Mm -hmm. he didn't because it was us yeah and and he turned and he never you know you know busted out or anything like that he just decided i'm not gonna go over there (laughs) so he went and left so it happens
3: yeah yeah if we I mean that that spot, like very clearly is a place where turkeys hang out. like mm-hmm. I mean it's just like that's what phil said he's He has probably come up and seen a hen right right there before, mm-hmm. and as soon as he didn't see her there, it was like, "I'm good, I'm out of here. And when we went to look on the other side of the ridge, there was really only one route for him to come up, and um another part of the story is like when I had my gun on the down tree, this is kind of a cautionary tale there was like a knob and a branch. And so I had kind of limited myself on how much I could move because even if I wanted to make a big move, I would have had to like gone out and around a branch and then up Mm -hmm. because I had got myself so far down into like that hole where I was comfortable and felt like, you know, really concealed and stuff. But I didn't give myself enough, you know, room. I definitely would have had a much better shot if i would have given myself a chance to make a big move but again to me in my head i'm thinking turkey hunting like you can't make big moves because they're just going to dart which isn't necessarily the case at the last minute you have a little time to like quickly do something and bam as long as you can think or like pick up the target quickly yep. um and so phil was going shoot him, shoot him shoot him and my gun was like physically Locked restricted in. by that i could not get any further left And, again, I'm playing it cool because I'm like, he's coming,
0: dude. Just (laughs) chill. He's going to come right here. (laughs) I still feel that you made a good move by not shooting. I mean, you didn't have much of a target at all.
1: If you're not confident in any shot, you shouldn't take it. So
3: there was underbrush that, like, seeing his forehead, if I would have shot, like, a few inches under, it would have, like, gone through the underbrush. Maybe. Maybe. Right. Maybe. I wasn't comfortable to take that. I I think, Mm -hmm. like, you or someone else that, like, has done this before, could have made a better judgment call but like i just didn't trust my judgment enough in that situation phil taking the shot like he knows better Mm -hmm. than i do and stuff like that but and he had a better vantage point he was higher so he was shooting at an angle down the ridge where like i was shooting kind of like parallel to the ridge so more than likely i would have hit dirt yeah um i feel he made a good call a couple handshakes (laughs) handshakes. (laughs) what
2: are you gonna do to earn
1: your handshake dan
2: i don't know you gotta earn one yeah, I do have to earn one. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't earn one this weekend. Sure you did. Uh, yeah, so this was our last hunt of the season because the season closed in Kentucky. Dude, I am weekend. lame. Not <laughs> <going>. <laughs> I'm you just, just sitting sitting listening, listening to all the stories. Well, and every weekend we would be like, so are you going out hunting, I'm going to get out. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get out. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no. No good
1: excuse. Zero. I'll li- I'll just leave with that. Well,
2: and I think the fact that none of none of your coworkers were able to get a turkey except for Derek. Or invite me. I mean, dang. It was kind of a, oh, an open invitation. There was, I don't know. There's an if open had,
0: invitation to get an Indiana license was, to go with him anytime, and then I told I you to anytime, like, dude, yeah. you're always welcome to come with us. I you know else. if I ask
2: you guys yeah. to go with you, take uh, me. But yeah, so we tried something a little different. We went we started out in the woods and I had a little Uh, mini heart attack because we were like every time (laughs) we were out there uh, (laughs) we weren't getting a bunch of gobbles especially before the sun up so we posted up on this hillside and uh Derek was doing some calls, and we're not hearing anything. So I wasn't—I didn't have my face mask up or gloves on or my gun ready or anything. And we're just sitting in the woods, and all of a sudden, like, I don't know, 15 yards away, we hear a strong snap of a twig. And I'm just like, ooh, and it's a turkey, it's a turkey. And I'm facing this way, and a snap's, like, going this way. So I don't even know where to look. I mean, it's dense woods. It's a turkey. So I'm kind of looking, and I'm looking for any movement to see, you know, is there going to be an opportunity for me to get my gun? And I know, like, I'm just, like, fully exposed. I'm like, I'm going to bust this thing. So, in my head, I'm like, well, if I just go super John Wick quick, I'll be faster than that. John (laughs) Wick. John John Wick. so i'm like all right i'm gonna do all these motions at once so real quick loves, i kind of like mask, turn gun grab, <laughs> grab my gun and go to shoulder it and like the woods just get crazy like something's happening and there's a flash of, of brown motion and it's a deer um. <laughs> it's like, that just snuck up on us I mean, it was so quiet in those woods. I don't know how that deer didn't step on a twig before I told then. you, man, deer, that.
0: deer are stealthy. Yeah. Stealthy. Yeah.
2: But, yeah, so I don't know how far away it was. 10 yards, 15 yards? 10 to
0: 15. And a little clarification. Same situations you all had that morning. It was very overcast, very cloudy. Yeah. There was storms <laughs> and rain that had moved in the night before mm-hmm. that were clearing out, like, the moment we were getting to the property. And... When I saw that deer, moment
2: moment of clarification. Yeah, Derek does know the difference between turkey and deer.
0: When I saw that deer, all I saw was it flagging, which like you would see the the white from the white tail, but the way it flagged, all I saw was the front of the tail. So all I see Um. in the very thick, dark, overcast (laughs) woods is just kind of what appeared to be like a cup, like maybe a foot and a foot and a half tall. Just it looked like a. The neck of a turkey moving around. Oh, that's And fun. So I was like, "That's turkey, that's turkey." <laughs> and oh, then ready. I was like, oh, "I'm not ready." And Dan Hood channels everything. his
3: yeah. inner yeah. John, Wayne. Yeah. which
2: spoiler alert: it was not a smooth. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: what do you think it looked like, and what it really looked yeah. like? <laughs> In my head, it went much differently.
2: Um, so yeah, so so I don't know how long we hung up up there for maybe Mm. till like nine or ten yeah maybe
0: roughly about two hours and we just kind of worked down this old rock logging road and then got to this rock ridge that runs a lot of the woods at my property and we just kind of followed that ridge and would call set up a little bit for a minute a little bit 10 15 minutes call nothing move we're just trying to get something
2: and we weren't really expecting much every other time we'd gone hunting we'd started cutting through fields and then we'd go into the woods and we bumped a couple birds in the past so we're like well let's start in the woods and then work our way down so we're not walking through all the fields in case anything's out there so we posted up on the edge of a field didn't nothing was goblin i mean we couldn't mm-hmm. get anything on the calls dead all around time. 11 o'clock noon a hen walks in out of range can't really call it and not coming up to our decoys Two jakes walk in the far side of the field, and we kind of watch them go into some woods, and we're like, are they going to circle around? So we waited probably 30, 45 minutes, uh, and I'm like, all right, let's go get lunch. So we cut out of that field in the next field, and the two jakes were there, and we're like, oh, when we come back from lunch, let's set up in this field since we know that this is where the birds... We've seen like two hens and these two jakes all beeline from... Right to left going into the other field. So we're like, seems like that's what they're doing, and we know they're going this direction, so let's post them. They
0: were really close to a property line in the middle of a field. Like, There's just no way we could have put a stock on them right mm-hmm. then in that moment. So, you just got to cut them off. The thought process was, let's get out, let's get some food real quick, and then come back in the afternoon
2: and set up in this field that they apparently all want to be in. Yeah, so so we got lunch, came back up in a, a different field. Same thing. Mm-hmm. No gobbles, no nothing. Your experience with Paul uh, was pretty much in the same spot we were and We were, like, right around 6 o'clock, called in a Jake that Paul took a shot on. Um, so we're like, okay, well, that should be, like, what happened right around 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. We start hearing a hen cluck. And we're like, oh, that's a hen. That's, like, the first – I think that's the first thing we've heard all day. Yeah. So uh, Derek starts calling to it. And we're having – we don't know if it's, like, behind us or across the field. that Our ears are kind of playing tricks on us, and it's real, real soft. She was
0: being really quiet. You would get, like, maybe two soft yelps, and, like, you, it sounded like you would hear, like, way down off to the right, and then the next time she would do it, it sounded like she was right next to you,
2: but still pretty far off. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glassing across the field, and all of a sudden I see a bird, and I can tell it's a tom. And it's not – It's not strutting or anything. It's just a big bird. And I'm like, oh, I see a tom. And I'm trying to explain to Derek, it's, what, 300 yards away, Mm -hmm. like across out the other end of the field in the the next property over. And then there's kind of like a a single stand of tree line. So you're kind of looking through the glass. I'm like, oh, it's a tom. And then all of a sudden, behind that tom, I see... A fan. A fan. I'm like, oh, there's two toms. So Derek gets up. He's like, there's three toms. And he goes, Derek goes, I think there's four toms. (laughs) And we're like, oh. And Derek's like, this has happened before. And what they do is they go across that tree line in the other property. And then they find a little gap. And then they'll come up. And as soon as they see our decoys, they'll just book it across the field towards these decoys. And this is probably what the fifth time I've been hunting with Derek, Mm -hmm. maybe. And... This is the first time I've seen him grab his gun, and I see him dialing up his sight, and I'm, uh. he's like, "Oh, we're gonna double up," and I'm like, "Oh, if Derek, if Derek's getting ready, Dan's then like, it's know go time." Is, it's go time. So they, so Derek's calling, and you can literally see them pop their heads. I mean, they're so far away, it's you, you know, you're trying to lock in your binoculars to keep them in, in the glass, but you can clearly see them pop up and shoot their head right towards us, and then strut out, and then turn and start doing just what Derek says that they're gonna cut through this opening in the field. So there's a, a denser stand of trees right before the opening and we can see them walk along. They go behind them and we're just like waiting for them to show up and they just never show up. And we're like, what happened? Are they waiting there? We don't know. We assume that they, as soon as they got to that stand of trees, weather was starting to roll in a little bit. It was getting a little overcasty. You know, this was like 6, 630. So we think maybe they were like, eh. Oh, well, we think that that hen that was clucking was with them. So yeah. they already had mm. a hen. So we think that they were just like, let's just call it a night, boys. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. what, what are we doing here? Let's uh, – So. So that's what we're we went up in the woods. So we wait and we're <laughs> Bird like. Bird in the hand is better than that's, two buffoons in Dan the was bush. having <laughs> Dan was having
0: a really hard time because we know they saw our decoys. Yeah, and cause and like, Dan's like, why would they. There's there's two hens over here and they only have one hen with them. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, yeah, but that them. hen's
2: with them and they know it's a hen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Derek has a good theory uh, <laughs> that these are the smart birds that, you know, Derek thinks that that is convinced that they're these same Toms that he's been seeing. That, you know, you passed on some Jakes that turned into Toms. There that was a group of three learning. Jakes
0: three years ago that I let walk a ton. And then last year I saw a group of three Toms that never got close. They always gave me the slip. And then this year, I'm seeing this group of three toms. That was the second time I saw them this season. I'm like, that's got to be the same three birds I've been seeing for three years now. So Derek
2: thinks that they're aware of the potential of getting shot in the face. Yeah. So, so they're factoring in that risk. So, like, this is the good chance we'll get shot in the face if we go across this field. <laughs> so we're sitting in the woods. You know, this is this is literally we feel like our last chance for a bird. The season, so we're trying to think about every possible scenario of how could they be looping around? <laughs> like maybe they double back and they're going to come through the woods behind us, or maybe. So we wait. I don't know. Bring Forty-five go- minutes. Dan hour. goes.
0: If that was your property, would you put, try to put a stock on them? I'm like, second to last day of season. Yes, we would be booking yeah, it across that field and go yeah. <laughs> And
2: that's what I wanted to do. I was like, w- I, I just want to run after a bird <laughs> like a <mad laughs> bit, across a field like Braveheart. <laughs> (laughs) Like, you know. Uh, Like John Wick. (laughs) Yeah. So, fast forward to 45 minutes, an hour later, it's starting to get dark. I'm like, well, there's no point in us just sitting here. So, let's peek the original field we were in, which was to our right, see if there's anything there. If we see anything, we can put a stalk on it. So, we're, like, calling it, and we're leaving, and we're just talking, and kind of, we kind of, I feel like, turned off our turkey hunter mode. And we're just out walking in the field. Talking loud, blah, blah, blah. blah. We come over the crest of a, a field and there's like eight turkeys. Oh, and no. they're always like, <laughs> <laughs> What are these two shadows perfectly <laughs> outlined like the sun was behind us? It was like a puppet show of amateur turkey hunters. On the hill. <laughs> and. So, Derek killed a Tom. Speak for yourself. (laughs) I
0: I think I was a bad influence here. We talked after this whole event, and I was like, I yeah, that was my bad. (laughs) I should have been a little bit more observant. I had worn him
2: down with my dumb questions (laughs) and hypothetical scenarios. Um, but so we were kind of already out of turkey hunting mode. So we're just like, oh, look, it's some hens. And we get out our binoculars and we start looking. And I'm like, wait, those are two tom. There's one Tom. Oh, there's yeah. another Tom. Oh, wait, that last one going into Jake. <laughs> yeah, and by going in, we mean they're booking it for a line of cedar <laughs> trees. And I'm just standing there, like, processing and watching them go in. I'm like, oh, I guess I could have done something, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden I'm like, hey, why don't we try to stalk these birds? Yeah. Derek's like, okay. So I've got this contraption, which is like a big folding chair <laughs> thing. I'm like, I'm just dumping this. In the field. not a fan of it. Yeah, <laughs>
1: this is just typical Dan. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I gotta
2: have my gear. Go go gadget. You um, got a
1: minute, and we might have to make a cut here. Just a heads up.
2: Okay. Uh, so long story short, run after the birds in the woods, thinking that. Once again, I can last the Mohicans them and <laughs> and come upon them, and they don't know what's coming. They'd already roosted with
1: your musket ball. Yeah, yeah. with my
2: musket. <laughs> we <laughs> made. I it a could bit. just straight up Daniel Day Lewis it. No, not just tromping through the woods making a lot of noise. They probably got into the trees. They let off their warning clucks or whatever, mm-hmm. and the jig was up. It's so gone. we we called it.
0: We, we
3: Still were cutting fun, through right? the woods
2: pretty quick, though,
0: making calls. And we were making noise, obviously, but I'm behind Dan calling as we're going, trying to make him think, like,
2: oh, there's some other turkey in the woods. But, yeah. Yeah. So it was it was a fun experience. Learned a lot. You know, uh, I, it, I wasn't fully expecting to get a bird this season, but for a first season turkey hunter, had some action, kind of like Braden.
1: All right, so a quick recap of the turkey season. You had a good first turkey season. Loved it. Hooked. This wasn't your first turkey season, but it was your first, like, aggressive Real, turkey yeah, season. Yeah, first, like, getting out more than twice, getting after it,
3: and calling myself and, like, learning, you know, a great deal about it. So, and it ain't over. Yeah, so, you still got another week. Yeah, but tax going to eat into
1: some turkey yeah. hunting, but it's that's a noble cause. I'm all right with that. I got to prioritize my hobbies better next year. <laughs> Derek? Yep. You got your bird?
0: Yeah, I got got one bird in Kentucky. Um, Kentucky season's over, but my turkey hunting is not over. Um, I got the Tennessee trip coming up. Yeah, we're leaving do. on
1: Thursday, Friday. I and we'll know. be driving down oh. there together at yeah. the same time. What well, yeah. we'll part of the t- uh Well, maybe. Yeah, we'll yeah, talk we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll <laughs> Down there. <laughs> yeah, down south. Down yonder. Yeah, Somewhere in the <laughs> state south it's about this.
0: Yeah, south of here somewhere. Um, but, yeah, we're going down there to hunt for three days down there, the, the last weekend of the Tennessee season. Will this so. be
1: your first out-of-state bird? If I get one, yeah, it would, just, yeah, yeah. It but this would be, be yeah. speak yeah. it into existence. <laughs> <laughs> but well, good yeah. luck, man. Thank you. Thank go you. get them. Yeah. All right, y'all. Another episode of Uncensored in the books. Log this episode. Dan Hood, Braden Ware, Derek Tolles, Jacob Knight. And if you're you're not aware, of go wild yet. Make sure you sign up. Get you an account. We'll give you ten bucks to spend in the store on some of the gear we've got there. So we will see y'all next week. See ya. Peace.
3: Thank mm-hmm.